Yo, 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 what is going on? This is DJ Brainstorm yeah, yeah, on the yeah, mic yeah, with yeah. you right now, coming to yeah. you live and direct oh, on Facebook again, I guess back yeah. to our permanent home, mm-hmm. live and direct, episode number 137 yes, of the sir. Drunk Mind Summer Thoughts Podcast, DMST Podcast. Yeah. Some of your favorite people are back, man, back oh, man. again on a different Sunday. Yeah. Welcome to East Cleveland, motherfucker. Welcome to East Cleveland. Welcome to East Cleveland, as we say all the time. Uh, thank y'all for tuning in today on Facebook Live. Thank you to everybody that will be tuning in throughout the week on SoundCloud, on Apple Podcasts, on uh, Stitcher, and also the TuneIn Radio app. As I always say, wherever, however you get your podcast, uh, thank y'all for rocking with us again another week. Playboy, how are you feeling? What's good, man? Playboy the DJ, Playboy D-A-D-J. I'm feeling cool, man. Uh, another day, another episode. You know, another another uh, opportunity to do what we love to do, man. Um, everything cool, man. All right. All right, Dev, how you feeling today? Feeling great. Feeling miraculous. You know what I'm saying? Well, it is Sunday. Yeah, it's feeling, you know, feeling we like was, the Lord Lord hath blessed yeah, me. Yeah, we were just know. talking about we were just talking about the Lord blessing you. <laughs> <laughs> the Lord is my shepherd. Yes. But, uh, no, we don't. Well, no, man, I'm feeling good, man. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Aside from the fact, you know, you be trapped in the basement or wherever, in the house or whatever. As long as you ain't trapped in the closet. Yeah, as long as you ain't trapped in the closet. <laughs> you know, you be in the house, whatever, chilling. Man, I came out. It was snowing, snowing. You know what I mean? Today? Like, yeah. Yeah, I was riding over here. To, I'm like, man, I, I knew they said it was going to snow, but yeah. it's just, I don't know. We haven't had a bad winter, so mm-hmm. we can't complain. But uh, every time that snow come back out of everywhere, I mean, out of nowhere, it's just mm-hmm. it's one of those things. You be like, "Yo, just get us to spring." You couldn't even brush the car off fast enough today. It was one of those yeah. snows. Yeah, nigga, yeah. I literally was out early. Mm-hmm. See, I came up here earlier and just chilled mm-hmm. for a hot second. Mm-hmm. And it was nice outside. It mm-hmm. wasn't nothing. Nigga, I went to sleep. Woke up probably <laughs> about an hour ago. Nigga, it was snow yeah. everywhere. Yeah. I couldn't believe it, man. Yeah. That's what's up. So anyway, um, Playboy, how was your week? It was cool, man. Uh, just been tired, man. Kind of drained a little bit, mm. you know. One of those weeks. Yeah, just one of them weeks, man. But it ain't nothing, you know, that I can't get through. Mm-hmm. But other than that, everything's sweet, man. All right. What about you, Dev? How was your week? Oh, my week. My week was good, man. Um, what did I do this week, man? Nothing much. Just been doing a lot of music, man. Um, oh shit, I'm tripping. Shout out to my little one, man. She was, uh, you know, the the, the missus was out of, out of town all week, so I had to. I see uh, her in the feed too. What's up, yeah, to you? What's going yeah, on? Yeah, man? man, I had to. Uh, it was me and the little one pretty much all week. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, you know, we uh went to, took her to a little pre Valentine's Day dinner. You know what I mean on Sweet. Wednesday. So um yeah man, one thing when, when when your girl is out of town for for Valentine's Day, cause she didn't get back to like eleven o'clock Valentine's Day night. Oh, it was a wrap for work. Yeah, that's a wrap. You kind of forget that it's Valentine's. Day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like we went and got stuff. Like we went and bought her gifts because you know, my you know, we got a four year old. Uh, you know, she like, We gotta go buy mommy gifts. So we went and got some stuff, but um I'm like 
Yeah. The day is over. Yeah. yeah. The day is already over at that point. Yeah. She's like, you ain't put up no post. I, I just forgot. I wasn't, I wasn't in like, you know how when your girl is there. And oh, she you, said you ain't put up a post? Yeah. You know how when oh, your yeah. girl is there and you like. Yeah. You, you, you think about touch, it. You be like, oh, shit, I got to. I was just like, uh, hmm, take her to school today. You know what I'm so, saying? Right, right, really right, right, right. How do y'all feel about the Valentine's Day post? Like, like is that something that we, <laughs> I, I'm not going to get nobody in trouble. Don't nobody oh. come for me. But how do y'all feel about them? Like, you know, when you with somebody. Because I'm not mad at them. Mm-hmm. You know, I did Valentine's Day, the actual day, I kind of limited my social media use because I felt like the day was going to annoy me because what happens is you get those angry-ass people. You know, it's like let people enjoy their day. If it's Valentine's Day and they want to post their boyfriend right. or their girlfriend, that- like, like, cool, let them do that. You got the people that be like, you know, they just all of a sudden had to be hating. Oh, well, just the other week he was out doing this or so-and-so. <laughs> now, now, now he got a boo. Now he got a, yeah, it's like, yo, let let these people be happy and enjoy their holidays. So yeah. how y'all feel about it? I mean, it's, it's simple. It's, it's as simple as this to me, man. I cannot stand, you know. Oh, oh one thing I will notice. This, and this is hilarious, nigga. And I was at work talking with the with the homies, but what was I with y'all? Oh, I can't remember. Either way it go. Uh-huh. That week before Thanksgiving, I mean, uh, Thanksgiving. That week, be- nigga, I got food on the mind. My bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that week before Thanksgiving. Before Thanksgiving, I'll be trying to eat. Yes, Lord. <laughs> no, nigga, that week before Valentine's Day, I noticed something, ladies. I ain't seen too many ain't shit memes and ain't niggas ain't shit kinda, posts. Kinda, that kinda, shit went dry as fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sitting there like, damn, I ain't seen nobody saying niggas ain't shit. Oh, oh they wanted they dinner. They want them gifts. They wanted dinner and, and flowers and, and, and some <laughs> gifts and stuff. Yeah, yeah. That shit was hilarious. No, but I do like, um, I don't like the fact that you have people that will not let, with any holiday, if it's something that you don't agree with and believe in, yes, you can express yourself. I get it. But- you know that you look like a hater for real when yeah. you do shit like that. You just look mad and bitter when 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 you hating on other people in there, you know, and them putting up they they significant other or something like that. It's just mm-hmm. it's fine. I, I see Leah saying the feet when you're used to it, uh, you're expecting it. You know, you're expecting one, and um uh, and when it don't happen, it's just like what's up. So mm-hmm. I guess so. I mean, I'm I'm just I ain't posting nobody no more. Oh, no, fuck it, I ain't posting nobody. No more. <laughs> nobody. <laughs> You see me looking around for snipers in this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he instantly start looking around like, yeah, no, nah, you know, at, because it's like you said, it's it's you know how they say when you start doing something, you should keep doing that way. And that's how relationships right. should be. You know, if in the beginning of a relationship, if you are posting somebody all the time and you're sharing all the stuff yeah, y'all do or whatever, yeah. don't come to no holiday all of a sudden now and then all of a sudden you don't want to share anything because now you look like you're hiding something. So to me, it's right. like just. As you do in the beginning, go ahead and do do it. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> my bad, Joe. My bad. My bad. Players mess up too. Yeah. How, how you feel about it, Dave? Um, no, because because I dropped the ball this year. I, it, it's not like I don't believe in it. I always do it. I always do something. Um, I just didn't for whatever reason mm-hmm. um, put one in there this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and but, now that you mentioned, I think I've seen it before. I mean, I, I've seen when you post about your anniversary yeah, and stuff yeah, like I that. So about, you do it. Yeah, I post about that stuff all the time. Yeah, um, I just think it, it comes a point in time where um, whatever you got going on supersedes that that stuff. But you, but you should always, you should always, you know, think about your girl and what would make her feel good. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, right. do it, do it I, 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 I agree. Reasons. I agree. Um, but do I necessarily? Needed on my behalf, mm-hmm. not really. You yeah. know, what I mean? I'm not a, I'm not a big, you know what I mean. I'm not a big birthday, uh, you know, holiday guy. When it, I'm, I mean, when you, you go Christmas, Thanksgiving, I fuck with those. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. obviously. But when it comes to like 
sweetest day. You know, they be like them from that's for fellas. And then you know, we got that steak and a blowjob day. I guess I can't remember what day that is. <laughs> yeah. Only one they I really skip potatoes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> steak and a blowjob. That's it's supposed to be a holiday. <laughs> Google that shit. It's a steak and a blowjob day. But um, hey, fuck you, you that damn. You was just getting love in the field. Yeah. I, 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 I hope you don't hey, mess it up, fuck damn. That damn. I want them Jordan twelves. Okay? You, know you know what I'm saying? Jordan I, 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 I do love gifts, ladies. You know, yeah, I like you know. Yeah, but keep, uh, but keep no, man, I care about ones I really care about. Obviously, the big ones. Christmas, Thanksgiving, and Father's mm. Day. If you're gonna think of, for me, those are the only ones I care about. Okay, you know what I mean, like my birthday is cool. I go and kick it and have some fun every now and then, but mm-hmm. I don't really want no party and no. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, right, I, I ain't you. big on the parties and all that stuff either. We do got a fourth person in the room. My, my younger brother Mike is in the house. I, I, I ain't even got to ask him because I see him post about stuff all the time about him and his wife. You know, and y'all just you had your anniversary last weekend. You know, what's on crazy? my birthday weekend. My bad. The computer is blocking me. Oh, that's why. That's why you don't see him in the back. You can't even see. Him. You oh shit! See. Let me hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, you got a power down. You got a power down. <laughs> Go ahead. Up. Computer off. Oh, you got that new computer voice activated. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's no, that but, dope um, shit. Yeah, man. That's what's up, though. So I'm glad everybody had a good week. I guess everybody's Valentine's Day was 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 pretty good. Um, shout out to everybody in the feed, man. I see someone in there, Rhonda Lee. Uh, she said she never, she said all caps, never post my dudes. Uh, dudes? She, she said dudes with an S. I caught that too. So I'm yeah. guessing that's why you never you? <laughs> post your dudes. Because it's multiple. Uh, like, she out here playing, playing. And I ain't, we ain't mad at you, though. Player, player. Yeah, we, we not mad at you, though. We are not mad at you. Uh, so that's what's up. Uh, so everybody had a good week. Everybody had a good Valentine's Day. You know, winter is back, kicking our ass right now. Uh, which none of us are happy about, uh, but we'll get through it. All right, so let me start with this this week. I want to say uh, well, thank you to everybody in the room right now, uh, but me and Mike, of course, we, we're family, so that's one thing, but thank you to Dev. You know, you um, on Friday, I, you know, I had my nephew with me. We brought him oh, up yeah, here. Yeah. We, uh, You know, he, he wants to get into DJing and stuff like that, so we were showing him some things, and, you know, I just want to say thank you to you because you were showing him some stuff on the producing mm-hmm. side and stuff like that. You know, you took a good, what, probably 20 to 30 minutes showing them stuff mm-hmm. that you ain't really have to, you know, so I want to, you know, dude, thank you man. for doing that. And, you know, uh, and then Playboy, you too, because you was, and I know you basically, you know, you fam anyway, but, um, you know, like we all had a conversation yeah. at the end of it all, you know, at the end of the night between me, you and, and Mike and my nephew, just talking about some things. And, uh, right. So I just want to thank y'all for that, man. And, um, uh, that, that made me think about something. Uh, I kind of got this idea when, uh, I was listening. I told, I can tell you a lot of time I fuck with, um, sway in the morning. And they were having a conversation earlier this week where it was like Sway and Heather B were talking about the kind of uncles and aunts that they are. Right. Because uh, Sway is more, he said he was more of a person that he wants his nieces and his nephews to always be able to come to him and talk about everything that's going on or anything, any issue. He wants to be like, that's the kind of uncle he is. And Heather B was like, nah, she ain't like that. She said she's like that with her nieces more so, um, but right. not as much with her uh, uh, with her nephew. Right. Um, Oh, never mind. But uh, anyway, so I was going to ask y'all, like, what kind of, what kind of, uh, uh, like, uncles do y'all want to be? Because you know, it was cool for us to sit back and have that conversation with them and right. just give him the space to to talk and right. you know and share some things that that at different points of time he may not be as comfortable talking about with his father, with his with his parents, or something like that, and. Yeah that's where we come in where you may be a little bit more less, you know, it's not our, it's, it's, you know, we're not the parents. So we don't, we don't come off as harshly. 
Right. Uh, so I don't know. So I don't know where y'all stand on that. I mean, I definitely want to be the, the uncle that um that my my nieces or nephews can feel like they can come to it about anything. It's a it's a it's a it's a thin line between being that cool uncle and being the cool uncle that's still gonna tell you what you need to hear versus what you want to hear. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But I want to be on that 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 level field playing field as far as you know them being like you know what i got something serious going on i want somebody that i can confide in and i could say this to them without them going back telling somebody you know mm-hmm. if they come i want to be that uncle somebody come to me and say hey you know uncle james hey look please don't you know this is between me and you don't want to share something with you mm-hmm. that i actually will you know keep between me and them you know I, I that's the type of uncle that i more so want to be i don't want to be one that you you know, telling you everything you want to hear. Just, to, I don't want to tell you what sound good. If anything, I want to tell you what's going. You know, have you on the right path? Yeah, for real. That's for real. that's the most important thing, right? So, now I get that, that. That's how I look at it, man. I don't know how you feel about that, Dev. Um, I know you working too. No, that's cool. Um, when it comes to I, it, the community, you know, whether it's brothers, whatever the case may be, it's it's all our roles. You know, what I mean, brothers meaning. My brother's kids, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. You know what I mean? It's all our roles to help raise the kids, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, takes a community. Fathers have to, fathers and mothers have to serve a certain role. You know what I'm saying? Like, fathers and mothers can't be friends. They can't really do a whole lot of friendly type shit. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, you're going to need an uncle to pull you to the side and have a real ass conversation with you. You know what I mean? When your father kind of just wants you to do what the fuck I told you to do, which is what you what you should do, you know what I'm saying? Like right. it's not like it's something wrong with that. Like you know what I mean? You, your father should be telling you, "Hey, listen to what the fuck, fuck I got to tell you." You know what right. I'm saying? And um, so you need the uncle. I'm I'm binge watching the show right now, Queen Sugar, and um, the 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 uncle, auntie vibes and connections on that show is um, is something that's pretty. It's pretty dope, you yeah. know what I'm saying. So, um, it, it it talks about that a whole whole lot. So, um, I mean, you you need that. You got to be there for your for your uh, little nieces and nephews, man. You got to. Yeah, I, no, go ahead. No, I mean, you especially got to because there's gonna be some things that they want to share with you versus what they want to share with their parents. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just flat out, mm-hmm. they feel more comfortable. Yeah, ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I, I I thought I was trying to think about it myself. I. I think I kind of want to be half and half, you yeah, know, because it's like it's 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 tough. I mean, look, you want to be that person that that you you know that they need to 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 have that that ear, right? Um, they need to be able to sit there and and hear some advice, you know, uh, approach it differently than maybe a parent would or something like that. So you know that they need that, right? Um, but then outside of that, it's just it's still uncomfortable in a sense, you know. And I guess that's the same way it would be if you was a parent too. Right. You know, if your kid came to you and was telling you something, it, it could be anything. It could be it could be drug related. It could be something with you know, sets wise or whatever. Right. Those conversations that you know you're going to have to have with them. Right. Uh, so I kind of I think I kind of want to be half and half. You know, if that no, makes any you. sense. Yeah. It's like I get you because it's like you, don't nobody really want to have the tough conversations. But again, we know that we have to we have to have them. Like we have to be that person that's that allows them that place to vent. You know. Right. So I don't know. You got anything else on that real quick, though? Yeah. Um, but again, I appreciate you because you know we just sat and we just had a, a, a 
what what do we talk? Maybe what y'all think about forty five minutes, thirty to forty five yeah, minutes. We little, just quick little comments yeah. turned into the whole conversation. Yeah, because we <laughs> weren't even going. We weren't even going to do it like we we didn't set out. We didn't plan to be like you know what. Yeah, we gonna we gonna uh, we gonna sit here and try to give you all this advice about all these right. things or whatever. It was just. It was as simple as if all four of us had came into a room together right. and started talking, and then it just led to other things, and then it was turned into a real conversation. Right. Brainstorm was like uh was like um the Godfather nigga. He sat at the chair back there. It was like, look, we all sit. Let's all sit down. Let's all have this. Con- <laughs> <laughs> nigga was like, hey, everybody sit down. We about to cop. <laughs> but I mean, you need that type of shit though, like for real, because and it was something that I was saying to Brainstorm after that, and this is the next day because I called him. A- the next day, the next morning, like, yeah. This is a great conversation because you know what? Part of the reason that I believe it's a lot of stuff that's going on in the world with this generation is because you don't have the uncles and aunties that's necessarily doing what ours did for us when we was in our in our I, generation. I agree. Like they need somebody that's gonna sit down and talk with them and tell them about life and what you can expect and you know different things that that's gonna help you or not help you succeed in life. You know, I agree. And, and it, it was a dope conversation. Yeah, and and it was needed. Um, uh, and and we got it. I think we probably need to have that connection a little bit more with our with our younger generation that we, you know, we uh, we just allow that that safety net, I guess, because right. I mean, they get so much misinformation nowadays. Was it me and you having a conversation about the Internet? Mm-hmm. How, you know, yeah, we had because we, we used to talk about the beats and stuff. And I was up mm-hmm. here earlier in the day on Friday mm-hmm. where you was like, yo, if we had it, if you had it exactly the way that they have it now. How much further along you would have yeah, been, or something yeah. like that? Like they got, they get bombarded with information mm-hmm. uh, so much more, you know. And a lot of times it's misinformation, it's bad information. So mm-hmm. for us to be real, to be grown, and be like, and I tried to, I tried to make it known to him, like, look, I understand the fact that a lot of what we're saying now sounds foreign or sounds like it's whatever. But I'm like, trust me, ten years from now, fifteen years from now, you're gonna be sitting here saying the same exact things that oh, we're yeah. telling you right now. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we got to be real with our younger people around us. Um, sometimes, uh, you know, because like, that's why when I'm talking to her, I really, I don't watch my tongue as much. Like, I'm going to talk right. to them the way I know your friends is talking to you in the way the world going to talk to you or whatever. They can relate. Yeah. Yeah. Because absolutely, it, it, that's a very true statement that you just made. Um, it's crazy. And even though we talk about aunts and uncles, I'm going to say on the aspect as far as even a parent. And you know, I'm sorry, let me pause real quick because yeah. I know our feed went down. What we're talking yeah. about is uh, what kind of aunt and uncle do you want to be to the you know to our people or nephews and nieces around us, things like that. But go ahead. Yeah, but um, the crazy part, one lesson I learned, not to to, to over over saturate it, but like even with, on a, on a parent level, sometimes your parent or or aunt or uncle, whatever, can can be a certain type of way to where you as a child will look at them like without respect. Well, I ain't listening to you. What am I listening to you for? You in a fucked up situation, mm-hmm. or you fucked up right now? Case in point, I'm, I always keep shit personal. Like even my father growing up, it was certain stuff, you know, that I didn't find myself wanting to listen to because of the state of what my father was in at the time. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it had me like, I ain't listening to this nigga. Mm-hmm. Like, like what? Nigga, I'm looking at certain stuff, mm-hmm. you know, that's going on. You know, I guarantee you, I, I put my last dollar on it. Every last situation that my father tried to tell me about, you tried to school me on. Oh, nigga, it happens all the time. Literally. Happens all the time. My father was one of those, like I always talk about, I I am 13 and 14 or 13 and 12 years older, Mm -hmm. whatever. I'm like 12 or 14 years older than my two brothers. So they were 
it was they were my brothers, but lightweight uncleish. Because by the time I was in, you know, elementary school, they was grown. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So they had already gone through the fire. So like, I've always taken my father's words. You know what I mean? And tried to apply them because, you know, them niggas kind of reiterated the fact like this nigga know what the fuck you talking about. You know what I'm saying? But still to this day, some of the shit you might not want to believe or whatever the case may be, it might be, at the very least, man, I'm not going to be extra with it. Once every three to six months, something will happen. And I'll be like, this nigga, Petty James Reed. His real name is Petty. Real life name is Petty. <laughs> Your father? Yeah. Okay. But I'm like, Petty James Reed wasn't no joke. You know what I'm saying? Like, this yeah. shit is coming to fruition right now. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, yeah. You know, it's certain things uh, that I wish would have been done differently, though. I ain't going to even lie. Mm-hmm. Nigga, I got to talk. I t- I, a million people have heard me say, I got to talk from my father about sex. Oh, shit. Now, that shit didn't go as planned. Yeah, I ain't never had to talk. Nigga, that, I never, we you, never you, got you to know, talk. You know what I came up with the term black and white did no we, shades of gray? Did we get to talk, Mike? I don't think we. I, I don't remember <laughs> having to talk with my parents. This is exactly why I came up with this. This why I always use the term black and white no shades of gray. Mm-hmm. When I say that nigga was black and white about this shit, mm. they was like, "Look," and I'm about to. The, the the language I'm about to use, people, is is how it was told to me by my daddy back in 1990 something. Look, you got a D, she got a P. You do this, you do that. That's what happened. People. You got to dig, you got to put, you do this, you do that. That's what it is. That was it. Strap up, nigga. I mean, that's how he was. That's, that was it, huh? That was it. Mm-hmm. He like, how you think you got here? I mean, he was keeping it real with me, though. He was like, stuff. look, if you don't do this and do that, then this is what's mm-hmm. going to happen. Mm-hmm. You know? But it's just amazing, though, still. Still, even, even something of that magnitude still resonated with me as I got older. Like, yeah, nigga, this is what you... Maybe it was the fact that I had brothers. Mm-hmm. Maybe it just trickled down. It was a trickle down effect. It was Reaganomics. I think I, I think that's that does play a big part in that. I, no matter what people say, I, I just think when it's a guy, we, we, we just look at each other differently. I right. mean, no matter what, we're going to call you out on shit. Mm-hmm. You know, so maybe it was a trickle down thing between your brothers or whatever. I mean, like, it's only three of us, me and my brothers, you know, so it's just, you know, it's. If I saw them do something that that I didn't, or, or if my older brother did something that he didn't want us to do, like he would tell us, or something like that. But I, I always say too, like even growing up, at some point my brother dis, my, my brother like kind of distanced himself from us a little bit more because he knew he was doing shit he really didn't want us to do, right? You know stuff like that. I kind of did the opposite when it came to my younger brother. I kind of was like, "Yo, you going everywhere with me?" Right. <laughs> you know. But then it was like, then I'm looking like, "All right, well then, now we all doing shit we ain't supposed to be doing." You know what I'm saying? Mm, but right. you know, I I just. I don't know. Did you ever answer that real quick? Getting back to that, like, which which aunt, which which uncle you would want to be to your nieces and nephews? Yeah, like yeah, you want yeah. them to, yeah, all right, so yeah. I will, I just I, I'm gonna be the one. I, I need to be there if they got questions outside of what my brothers can give them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's kind of uncle. I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I'm gonna let obviously let my brothers do what they got to do. But if anybody ever got a question and they like, you know what? They trying to daddy me right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you tell me the truth, then I'll do it. You know yeah, what I mean? But right. I ain't going to overstep the bounds. Yeah, yeah. See, I was wondering, can you step on toes when it comes mm-hmm. to that, too? I mean, I, partially because uh, my being brother's an un- uh, Being an aunt or an uncle, mm-hmm. can you step on toes? Because it's like if they come to you for some advice that you feel like their parent probably should give them first, mm-hmm. can you step on toes when it comes to that? I think it's a potential for that. I mean, I guess it depends on the level of how you view your situation with your sibling. You know, I mean, and, and I, I think it may too play a part in maybe the significance of what y'all talking about. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I mean, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It could be, let's just say it's a girl. She comes to an uncle or, or an aunt and be like, hey, look, I'm pregnant. Mm. The mama don't know. 
is it your responsibility as an under? Like, look, you know such and such pregnant. But she come to you and say, hey, I'm pregnant. I don't want you to tell nobody. And then if you say something, it's going to distrust. You know shit always have a way of coming out. Yeah. Whether you get into it with somebody. Well, nigga, that's why. I, oh, shit. Oh, so you knew about that? Mm-hmm. It's, it can create it can create um a situation. But when you cut a certain way, you can let that shit roll off of you. Like, look, I was doing what I do. I, you know, I was conf- my, my niece or nephew was confiding in me. Mm-hmm. It's my responsibility to maintain that relationship and be cool, you know. Unless it's just something like, look, I just stabbed a nigga. Okay, then you need to have a conversation. No, no. We, now we got to get in the car. Right. We yeah, got to go. I'm taking you. We to need the alibi state. now. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's. Yeah, I get you. All right. In the feed, April had a question uh, that I want to address real quick. She said that she was uh, agreeing with what we were talking about earlier. She said that she never had to talk either. Uh, but she's asking the question, do you wish you would have? Um, would it have changed anything for you? Well, you kind of had it. Yeah, I did. You had a D and a P. I, I, right, a D and a P. <laughs> but, I wish it would have went a little different. Yeah. Okay. I, you know, even though, it, even though it was, even at the age of, I was like thirteen, I think I was thirteen or fourteen, something like that. When he had the conversation, I understood exactly. My father yeah. was a straightforward guy. Mm. It wasn't no. I joke. mean, at that, you was you at know, the age you already knew exactly right. what was going on. I, I was already at that point where I was, you know, you was fucking having wet dreams about no, Gina right. from Martin and shit like that. You know. Don't judge me. She she was cute to me back in the day. Um, <laughs> Pam had more ass. Yeah, Pam, Pam had, had more ass. But was cuter though. Yeah, we had it back deb- then. You know, yeah, we had they both debate. was fine though. Yeah, yeah. but uh, <laughs> sorry, we had this debate later. <laughs> <laughs> Pam had that. <laughs> we had this debate later. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what? I secretly rooted for Martin to to, to leave Gina for um. For remember Pam? he had that one episode? No, maybe he had an episode. With Pam, he was, no, when he was dreaming. Remember what you call it? Came was on Kim a radio Fields. show with him. Kim, Kim Fields. Fields. Oh, yeah. yeah, I wanted him to leave Gina. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> <laughs> I love this, and then it, 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 it didn't materialize. Yeah. You want the fuck stand? Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's true. That's true. Stay. I don't know. Uh, did so? Did I? Did I have that conversation again? In my house, we didn't. Do I wish we would have? Knowing my parents, I just think it would have been awkward as shit. So I kind of, it don't bother me. Now it would have been better if like maybe my older brother would have been like, yo. You getting of age now, y'all saying it's gonna be girls around you. The closest I came to having any kind of talk was when uh, I was about to go to school at Alabama State, and we was at my one uncle's house, the one that's closest to us in age, and um, and we was about to go to the car. My parents was walking ahead. He, he's like, he pulled me to the side. He's like, hold on, real quick. And the only thing he said to me was like, "Yo, when you get down there, I want you to have fun, right? But strap up." Yeah, that's the only advice I've ever gotten about sex in my life. Hmm. My, right. my one uncle, he said, "I want you to have you as know- much fun as you want to have down there." But strap up. I've never got direct. I'm sitting here trying to rack my brain. I've never got even direct. with your older brothers. You never got the. I mean, yeah, you you. They never set me down like Devin. I'm going to talk to you about sex. Now. You know what I mean? Like, I've <laughs> right, never. Right, right. Let's make some tea. Yeah, right. like I've never. <laughs> right. My father was. My father would just set parameters. Like right. You know what I mean. If you got some company in the house, make sure they go gone before I get home. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, we know, I already know what's going on. He happen. was a real he one. Just, yeah, he, just, yeah. he just gradually got me to the point where I I don't know. I've never – but like we talked about – I don't know if we talked about it on the, on the podcast or, or personally. Okay. I was – my parents didn't used to get – we did. We, my parents used to get home like 8, 8.30 mm-hmm. on average. Mm-hmm. So, like, I had a lot of You knew of the time, time you had. Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but – We've ne- we never had a direct. I mean, my mother bought me condoms at one point. That was about it, though. Yeah, I think, you know what? Now, now I know. I had the conversation 
uh, the talk with my father because I think he had just finished down in the fifth of Thunderbird. Mm. I mean, that's that, what that, happened. Yeah, that might I remember the stench. That's what <laughs> it was. Stench. Now it just all came back to I remember me. the odor, yes. The odor. Yeah, it, it was that T-Bird. Yeah. And they decided to be like, look, this is what you do. Yeah. My father I don't know. James Rawson, this is what you do. Yeah. That's again, again, I, I, I don't, I don't think I really would have wanted it, but I remember being at an age when we was at the house, probably more so grown. And I guess Mike, you have to answer me with this one. Like us, like I'm glad my parents ain't watching this, but us having sets in the house. And I remember Mike even getting mad at me. <laughs> they might before. be watching it. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> hey, mama. No, but, talking to door. My own internet talking about fucking. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you tell when you literally even think of each other. But I remember, I remember it was a point where, like, having sets in the house, and I guess my dumb ass was throwing the condoms away in the trash can. Oh, and, and, and I think it was Mike that was telling me, like, nigga, are you crazy? Because I think you saw him in the trash can, didn't you, Mike? Yeah. Who, who was throwing it? You was? Yeah. It's, oh, it's, instead of, like, taking them out, like, like putting them in a way to put them out the house, my dumb ass was, like, just throwing them away in the trash can. And, no, in the trash can in my room, oh, but I'm still. Like, I thought you was in the kitchen like that. <laughs> <laughs> right with the spaghetti. Spaghetti and condoms. <laughs> they ain't gonna notice. <laughs> oh, shit. That's hilarious, nigga. No, but like I said, yeah, that was, you know, so the, back in the day, that was the closest I pretty much came to having having that conversation with them. But again, it's 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 important for, we're about to go into transition a little bit, but it's yeah. important for us to do that. So I'm glad we got the chance to do that with my nephew. Just, it wasn't even like just completely about sex or nothing like that. It was just, yeah. it was just, I mean, but I did try to just tell him, like, I know you have an age where girls are going to be around you. And I was joking with him. Like, every time I pick you up, your phone is blowing up the whole damn time. Like, right. you, he's like any other teenager. He's living on the phone. Right. You know, and, the whole time. And the good part, too, real quick about that conversation was that, like you said, it, it wasn't, it wasn't, you know, just about a physical thing. Yeah. You know, we conversed we about, about, about life, life about making the credit, yeah. uh, making the best decisions, just knowing that right now, you know, the schooling and the, the age that you're at is, is going to affect you, you know, the rest of your life, you know, and, and being accountable for decisions that you make, just period, as a man. So just man's, you know, stuff that we, yeah. we talked about. Like I said, Mike was in, a, you know, we was all three of us sitting here talking about it, man, and it was a dope conversation. Can I tell the truth? <laughs> Please do. Let me, t- let me tell you the truth, man. I think my fa- <laughs> listen. Shout out to my father. Listen, let me tell you right now. He believe in the Lord right now. Okay, they've been in church. He been in church since I was like fifteen. Now, my mama was in church after they got back together at like sixteen, or whenever they got back together. So this is no indictment on on on, on Petty James right now. Okay. But my father has so many pornos around the house. Yes, nigga, yes. Like, an abundance <laughs> of, of pornos around yeah. the house. You know, this was late 80s, early 90s. You know, my father enjoyed the 80s yeah. and the early 90s. You know what I mean? Nose probably still raw. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it was a lot of, I think he just... Because you know how you younger is the videotape. You try to rewind that bitch back to zero, right? Making, but you, but when you out, I think when you eleven, I, now that I see my kids try to trick me, I'm like, oh, I'll you, probably, you, we probably I wasn't we ain't pull shit off. If we I was wasn't slick as I thought I, I, I was. I know where man. you're going. Yeah, yeah. Because I know my twelve year old smarter than me, and I can always tell when she done did some shit. Uh-huh, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. You're like, nigga, you didn't you didn't do that. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you might tell them to get in the shower. You'd be like, you didn't really. You know, you ain't, you ain't really getting the shower. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. We don't yeah. know. We oblivious at 12. Think we can just walk past our parents and they can't smell the onions. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I probably like was not, I was probably like taking the video out and it was facing the, 
the the spine with the name on there, but I was putting it back facing the open tape part. You know what I'm talking right. about? Mm-hmm. I was probably or, or it was just flipped the whole other way. Yeah, think it was about it. the whole other way. Think about it. As a grown man, we gonna hide some shit. We gonna we gonna have a mental picture yeah, of exactly how we hid that up. shit. And if it was a porn, my nigga, come yeah. on, man. Or it was the socks around it was <laughs> now they was mixed up because I didn't move the socks or something. You know what I mean? Like so, I think he just got to a point because I'm telling you the gloriousness of my 12 year old summer nigga. I need to make a movie about the hood and the coming of age. At 12 years old. Nigga, because they would go to work during the day and my cousin Teddy Bear was living there. And Teddy Bear would like be upstairs doing what he wanted to do. Right. And don't, don't let Teddy Bear fool you. It's, 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 a, it's, it's like a little nigga, a big nigga named Tiny. Yeah. He was like a 6'3", 330-pound nigga that went to East High to play football. We called him Teddy, Teddy Bear. Bear. So, well, don't, yeah. don't get it twisted. But um, <laughs> Teddy Bear, that nigga. Yeah, Teddy Bear, Teddy Bear was watching me the summer after his senior year. In air day. quotes. In air quotes. But I, I had built like a thing in the basement. This is, I, You know what? This Y'all just asked me this, and I feel like I'm in therapy, yeah. so I'm just telling y'all the truth now. I had like a all the, yeah, <laughs> all the excess nigga cushions knows. from around the house. I had made like this makeshift bed in the basement. My father had big papa sign cushions. I can't explain, but whatever. But that summer I had learned, I had discovered porn for the first time. Yeah. And what the fuck was her name? She was Mex- like Mexican, Latino. Um, mm. can't remember I know who you're talking about. Are you talking about, you talking about um, Vanessa Del Rio? Vanessa Del Rio. Okay. I discovered Vanessa Del Rio. This is the summer of 1994. Yeah. And it changed my motherfucking life. Yeah, man. And my father had a plethora of as, Vanessa Del Rio. As he's video. talking right now, Dev has a gleam in his eye. <laughs> it's a gleam, man. I feel like Marty Schottenheimer. Right. Give me the, gleam. Yeah, the yeah. Broncos. Yeah. It's a gleam, man. But yeah. uh, but yeah, so I think he just witnessed the fact that this little nigga is rummaging through my pornos. It's probably over. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? But shout out to that because I learned tactics at a very young age <laughs> that I still implement to this day. <laughs> right. <laughs> Okay. The X's and O's. I'm like, wow, let me study this. Let me rewind. Okay. All right, so you have a daughter that's approaching teenage years. Don't fucking ever no. just, God damn it, that all transition. No, 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 no. All, all I'm asking Everybody is. Everybody take a deep breath. I don't want her. This is a, this is the summer of her 12. Oh, my God. We... No, I, I want to ask you as a parent, do you plan on having a conversation about life stuff? Not 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 any of the, not of your summer of love. I know. This is, this is her 12-year-old summer coming up. Oh, hell. Take a moment. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so tough for for a guy too. You know what we got to talk about. We, is it? Let's talk. Let's is talk. it cool for guys to have that talk with their daughter, or should the but mother the have talk? Do it. Mm. Or the woman in her life? Um, feed. Let us know too. Give us y'all y'all, y'all feedback on that one. Should you you know when it's a daughter? Should yeah. it be the father or the? Uh, can I, can I get my opinion? Yeah, absolutely. If I think the parents are together, maybe y'all do it together. Um, if y'all separate. Maybe the mom does it, but I think, and this is always coming from me again, the one that's uh, with, without the with kids. But it's just like, but I think if y'all separate, I think if you a father, I still got to have some type of conversation with that. Maybe I still talk to the mom and ask what she discussed or something like that. But I think I still want to have a small conversation with her. Now, you know what, now if I got a son, my domain. I think, I think what I'm going to do because this 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 is what I've learned with women, and and I'm like you. I grew up in a house full of all dudes, mm-hmm. so I was and I've had two girls. So I've, you know, you like you you. I was you, know, you get married, you have kids, you know what I mean. So you you start dealing with more women, right? I don't think there's a lot we can. I I have I have gained greater appreciation because to be honest, man, let's be fucking honest. Can we be fucking honest? Absolutely. You don't really. 
learn to appreciate the woman's body as a young man who grows up around all males outside of pleasure. Right. You really don't. You only know your girls through girlfriends or your mama. That's right. really it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's about all you know. So once you get a girl, once you have girls, you start realizing, like, how amazing women are as a whole. You know what I mean? The beauty of of women, the complexities, the things that make them amazing, and you start appreciating them on a different level. So, like, now with my daughters, I already know, like, there's only so much I can say to her when she's going through her cycle situation that's on the horizon. You know what I mean? Like, there's only so much I can do. You know, I can be there and be an example for her of, of what a man should be. I can lend support to her if she needs to have a convo about something. But I kind of respect, not kind of, I wholeheartedly respect the female journey. Like, the, the, the essence of a woman, I respect it too much to be like, hey, let me talk to you about sex. Right. I already know she needs to have that convo with a woman, whether it be her mother, whether it be her stepmother, whether it be her grandmother, whether right. it be her aunt. I'll come in and fill in the blanks, but... um. Right. I'm not going to overstep my bounds and sit down with her and be like, oh, so there's the birds and the bees. You know what right, I mean? Right, yeah. And the bird was a bee. I'm not going to do that. But I'll be there, obviously, for whatever whatever she, you know what I mean, she needs on, on the back end. I think that um, I, I absolutely agree with you. Um, I will tell you this. Knowing me and how I'm cut, <laughs> I ain't going to talk about sex with her. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be that, 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 that parent. Oh. But when my daughter reaches that age, <laughs> I didn't want to think about it, man. I'm gonna let her mama I'm do sorry. what she do. But I'm that was the most, that was the most devious smiling right. oh, He's like, <laughs> "Got you niggas talking." <laughs> the conversation I'm gonna have with my daughter is gonna be, it, it, it can't, I can't do nothing but be real with her. It's not gonna be about the sex ish part. Mm-hmm. It, I, it's about my that. job to be the relationship. What yeah. to not look for? What to know that certain niggas gonna come yeah, at you about? Yeah. That's how I would be with my daughter. What to look for in a man. What to look for in a man. How they should because like like they say, you know, when you have a daughter, her first your example yeah, of, of, yeah. of what a man should be should yeah. be from and you. your relationship yeah. with her is going to be that relationship. She going she going right, gravitate exactly. towards when mm-hmm. she gets older. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, it's going to be my job to give her all, just real talk the negative shit. And what I mean by negative is, look, if a nigga do this, do that. This is what he doing. Yeah. Or this, this, and that. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Whatever the case may be. And it's my job to be. And, and don't get it twisted, nigga. Y'all niggas will be there too. Mm-hmm. So y'all got it's your job as uncle to talk. Y'all gonna be Martin and Will Smith. What well, how old are you, nigga? Shit, nigga, you look 30. You look 30, nigga. Shit, nigga, you look 30. But, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that, that's how I would approach that situation. But shout, I'm not trying to scare, her, but I'm gonna the real with it. And you're right, because shout out, she's probably in the, in the feed. Uh, the Mrs. Leah probably in the feed. Mm-hmm. It's crazy because my four year old, she don't, you, you are, men gotta understand that they are the example. My four-year-old, she said it to me, then she said it to her. I don't know if they were in the car or in, uh, upstairs in a room or something, but she was like, when I get older, I want to marry daddy. And Lee was like, ah, <laughs> you can't marry daddy. Right, 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 right. He, he already got a wife. And she's right. like, well, I want to marry somebody just like him. Right. And it messes with you like, yo, you are the you are the example for this kid. You know what I mean? Like, right. you are the first male she falls in love with. You know what I mean? She don't know nothing else. You know what I mean? Right. And it's a hell of a responsibility. But I have, I have, shout out to my mother. My mother always, my mother prepped me for this kind of stuff with, with, with women. I credit her for, I always had the, the, I always wanted to be, I always knew at the end of the day, um, 
a family was something that I desired to right to, to be have. a part of, yeah. you know what I mean? I, to have. Yeah, so I got you. and she was always, you know, you know, obviously encouraging that or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But right. she kind of prepped me to to deal with that. Like my mama was the first example of what I wanted out of a woman. You know what I'm saying? Right. I get you. She was strong as hell. She taught me how to cook. All this. I, I wanted to, you know, women be talking about dudes nowadays. It come from strong women. My mm-hmm. mama taught me how to cook. She taught me how to wash my own clothes, iron, right. nigga. Yeah, see that all kind of shit. When see, I, you know when I, I wash I, my hair real quick. When I wash yeah. my hair, and I got longer hair. You know, I blow dry my hair. Do you? I mean, I learned from my mama. I put leave-in conditioner in there. I bless how you get a nice full afro or, you know, a little flat top. Man. Uh, I learned from my mama, man. Nah, I get it. We're we going to have to have a conversation after this. Day. I don't give a fuck, man. <laughs> With the cold. With the cold. Hit the lineup. No, you know what I'm saying? My mama told no, me but, right. But, no, that's real talk, though. I, no, that's real talk. See, I mentioned stuff along those lines before that, that I, I kind of said it along the lines of men want to marry someone that's kind of like their mom. Mm-hmm. And I... And, and I I think people kind of took it the wrong way when I said it, but I didn't mean it like, like you're trying to marry your mom. Obviously, mm-mm, no, but mm-mm. that example that you get of yeah. your mother, is, is that, those qualities is what you kind of look for when you get older and you yeah. start to really focus and settle down about what you want. You see that, yeah. and it's the same thing like you were saying with your daughter. They're going to say that initially they gonna because you're the only example. Right, exactly. They're going to say that initially. Like, I want you know, they, that's, that's going to be the only concept of... Right. That. You know what I mean? So yeah. yeah, absolutely. I don't know, man. but yeah, those are good points, man. And again, you know, to, to round that off, it was just good to sit there and have that you know conversation mm-hmm. with the nephew and and you know I want to say this, man. Those Go ahead. Because he a good kid, man. Whenever whenever you are dealing with good kids, man, right? I feel like it's our responsibility as black men, absolutely, to cultivate and encourage good kids to do good shit. Mm-hmm. Let my father always say, "You can be a hell of a businessman." Listen. Or, or instead of using instead of using examples, this this was actual. When his you talk about the shit that our, yeah. our pops tell us, same shit he told me my whole life. Low level concepts, the same as high level wow. concepts. Yep. Wow. I, 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 we got to move on, but some of these comments in the feed, like first, I want to uh, shout out Teresa. She said that her daughter, her 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 and her daughter's father, they had to talk separately. Mm-hmm. She said she had an educated nurse mom talking. He had the I got guns talk. So shout out to them. Mm-hmm. They were real ones my for that type, one. My type of uh, conversation. Uh, uh, Latina, she said both. She felt like both parents should, should maybe do it at the same time, have that conversation. Uh, April said her conversation with her son is going to be a little bit more raw. Um, and then also April said that her 11-year-old son had a girlfriend, and she started ignoring him, and she, she said that she decided she was bisexual. So then, yeah, they had to talk. So right. that pushed her to it. That, of course, at that point. How, you bise- How was you sexual? Uh, I don't even want to think 11. about it. Right, yeah. How was you sexual at 11 to be bisexual? How long have you been sexual to be bisexual? I don't know. I, I think know. that might be a, a, a whole other comp- conversation for a whole other day. I don't God, know. we got to have a year. We got to, because. I will, say, I will say this, though. <laughs> yeah, it kind of got me. But anyway, what, what I was saying was, bad. Low-level concepts are the same as high-level concepts. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, but, 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 but go, go, ahead, go ahead. No, but like you said, to, to bring out the point that you made, mm-hmm. I was just telling Brains so that the day after we, you know, we had you know, the conversation with his nephew, it is absolutely our responsibility mm-hmm. because look, I believe that this generation got it way worse than we did mm-hmm. out here. It's so mm-hmm. much shit going on. I made, I said this comment to the excess. Yeah, absolutely. Think about it. Social media wasn't buzzing like it is now, like like you know back then, like it is now, and mm-hmm. the amount of things that you see and can do. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely our responsibility. And when, like I told him, when you got a, a kid that is showing interest in certain things and want to do something and is trying to you know yeah. find his way because he got he had that point where he's starting to transition yeah. to what he want to do with his life. 
It's absolutely our responsibility low, to, to, it, to have it's our responsibility because and I said we got to do it on the regular for real. Because low level concepts are the same. So he gonna either take that for good, right? He gonna take that determination for bad, right? And if you are a black man in a young black man's life, you better do everything you can to turn that shit to right. to good. You know what I'm saying? I feel it. So let's talk a little bit more about being black since we black. Oh, shit. Um, and we got a couple ways we can go with this, but I still think both of these stories kind of connect in a, in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, they do. Yeah. Uh, Dev, you asked us in the, in the chat this yes, week sir. in our in our group chat. Because um, you, you want to ask the question, or we just ask the question, and we can go from there. Yeah. What's the what you said? What is the price of racism? What is the price of racism? Because clearly, and, it got and, a price. And give them and give them your your reasoning behind that. I got you. You can go ahead and roll uh, with that. The homie Colin Kaepernick. Um, Settle his lawsuit. Absolutely. For between 60 and 80 million. Obviously, it's a Repeated, civil suit. Reportedly. Yeah, so it's an undisclosed amount. Reportedly between 60 and 80 million. So my question is, what is the price of racism? Because clearly it's a price on it. Because if this is, this, this, we were talking about it earlier, and me and, me and Mo both, me and Brainstorm both bit our tongue. It was like, you know, we'll talk about it during the show. Yeah. This is where I'm at with it, man. Um, and I don't want to begrudge the man, because it's not my place. But, if this was about the fight and about the awareness, why wouldn't you? Why would you not want to take this to court? Right. Why would you settle out of court? Yeah. Why the fuck would yeah, you settle I, out of court when the whole the whole point was you was taking a kneel to take a stand to take on the system to take on the system? But you and settle out of court. Right. I, I told I told you you asked the question that when I put the notes down on what I want to try to hit on the show, I said <laughs> the first thing was. What's the cost of racism? And the second thing I put was did Cap sell out? Man, and I can't, and I don't want to sit here and do that. I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment. I just don't know if I appreciate. Well, you know what? Let me put it. I I bought Brown season tickets last year. Right. So I'm from. We all are. We I'm from the hood a little bit. Part of that still, and not a little bit, a lot of bit, and a little, <laughs> a little of it is still in me. Right. To where I don't care what you're talking about or who you are, you got to prove to me that whatever the fuck you're saying is a fact. Mm-hmm. So I'm just not going to jump on board. Oh, Jesse Smollett got his ass whooped. I need to see the video. You know what I'm saying? Right. If he if, if get his ass whooped, then cool. All right? Right. Mm-hmm. But like, Colin, the whole point of what Colin was trying to do, I felt like he, because this is where I'm torn. I felt like he achieved a lot of, of it. As far as the 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 recognition for what he was trying to do, I don't know, man. I think and I, I just can imagine Malcolm X taking sixty million dollars from the American government to like stop being a Muslim. Okay, the whole point was to talk that shit, but not the whole point. Right. Okay. That was well, the whole. Point. Well, no, his point in the beginning was just to bring awareness to it. I don't know if he had it. My opinion, obviously mm-hmm. my opinion, okay, I'm yeah, saying yeah. it, but I don't know if he really had an end goal. Mm-hmm. I don't think That's Colin That's thought true. that by him taking a knee on a Sunday before they played the Chargers, that yeah, he was going to end up. Yeah, that all of a sudden he was going to be at the NFL. Brutality was going to stop, right? And oh. also, and also, yeah, that's, that's that's what I mean. I don't think he don't, he thought that police brutality was going to stop because of that. But he wanted to bring awareness to it. But I also don't think that by him doing that, that he thought that he was not going to have a job for fucking two years, right? So I agree. When it comes to the money, do I think he sold out? Eh, no, because you did have a lawsuit, right? If you bring a lawsuit, motherfucker, the, the point of it is to win the lawsuit. So I, I get that part, right? 
But you made a good point. I can't see, but see, I don't think Malcolm X or anybody like that ever would have had a lawsuit. Pen, I guess in today's day, everybody sues everybody. But um, do I think he would have took some money but, like back in the day to like yeah, would Martin had took some money to not go speak see, somewhere but, or some but, shit like that and be like, okay, well, you know, like let's say. Let's say the 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 Montgomery um, bus boycott. That's what I was about to say. What, what, that was a what, suit. What, what Martin had what Martin had been like, all right, cool. You know when it was going on, I like, shut the fuck up yeah, if y'all give yeah, me some money. Yeah, if they would like, if they would have <laughs> like, yo, we gonna give twenty grand to the NAACP. All right, but y'all niggas stop with the boycott. All right, cool. Nigga. I don't think they would have been right. like, no. But this goes back to what you said too last week, Dale, when you was like, yo, some people gotta bite that bullet. And some people got to make that sacrifice. And you were saying that last week, like, Cap was the one making that sacrifice. He sacrificed the job. He sacrificed the career. And now my nigga got 60, 80 million or whatever. It's like, right. technically, how much did you sacrifice? Yeah. Huh? Plus a Nike Plus deal. A Nike Plus a Nike deal. deal. Okay. Or yeah. Like a lifetime Nike deal. Yeah. So, I don't know. We're going to so, get to see some of these so do, you have, do you all feel like that's some form of, um, do you feel like, in any, do any parts of you feel like the money or the deals that he received? Because of the lawsuit is some some form of um some form like of um, hush money almost no 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 just like some form of, of, of a, a win? win nah this is why this is why because that says a lot too about the people that paid them off it too. says a lot but you know you somebody said that in the feed too they said they thought it was more about them than him but that settlement so that's a good point if somebody willing to give you eighty million dollars to shut the fuck up. That's what true. the fuck could you do if you kept talking exactly that's absolutely true. if somebody mm. willing to give you eighty million point. to shut the fuck point. up. Absolutely. You probably got an $8 billion mouthpiece on you right now. Right. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Like, I don't know, man. It just, it. I, I'm not I'm not going to go as far, as far as to say that the nigga is sold out and all that kind of yeah, shit. I, yeah, it I, just I rubs me the wrong way. I don't like the way the story ended. Because it's over now. I hope people know that now. Right. It's done. You think it's done? You niggas better start watching the NFL again. It's <laughs> so, over. So, so basically, do you feel like... um? What was the point I'm trying to make? Do you feel like this situation is um basically like you said, hush money? Look, shut the fuck up. Here you go. I think can, you can, niggas. can we get back to doing what, what did you what did you say before the show, Dev? You got your forty acres in the mule. Yeah, you got your forty acres in the mule, nigga. Now go now go acres. harvest. Right. Yeah, Eric Reed got some of the bread too. Yeah, that's, yeah, true. that's true. That's true. Um if this would have went to trial, you would have had to have NFL owners agree. That we colluded against Colin Kaepernick and blackballed him because of the stance he took against police brutality. Right. He could have won a lot more. I, 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 I see Jerry in the feed saying, "Who's to say that?" Uh, let me see. We pull up. He said, "Who's to say that if he had went to trial or whatever, uh, it would have been as great?" The you whole see, point was a lot, the NFL times, on a lot of times when you settle, it's because they they're telling your lawyers, your people around you are telling you, "Yeah, you probably ain't gonna win this shit," or "Yeah, you probably you ain't gonna win it," or the other side. Just has enough money to pay Sharon Reed to move the fuck to Miami with it's LeBron Kidd. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? Like LeBron just got enough money to give you to get the fuck out of Cleveland. Right. And see, this is why, you know what I'm this is why. Look, look. Shout out to Cat. I'm not. I'm not gonna sit up and say this or that as far as that because I do have my personal. I do agree with you. Mm-hmm. This is where I start to to to, to really. Um, feel some type of way about the black movement. I'm going to tell you why. Because of the fact that is that all we fucking think about is the money? 
Yes, because the next topic that we're going to tie in here is, is going to be about money. Trust is it me. all about the money? Yes, it comes down I, to absolutely. it. Absolutely. With black man. people, it seems like it but does, see, my, in my opinion. It does seem like that's it comes down issue. to the money. Yep. Is the cause worth the money? Meaning, are you going... It goes and, and back the thing to it. Is, I can't sit up and look. I'm gonna be real. I can't sit up here and say I'm sitting at the table and they came to me and said, "Look, nigga, here are eighty million dollars." I can't one hundred percent say, "Yeah," I mean, say, "No, I'm cool," or that I'm not gonna take it. Listen, but I, a part of me what also did Dev asked last week. What but he a say? part of if, me if, also if, feels like no, my fault, Brandon. No, Hold go, on. go. But a, a part of me also feels like because of the person that, and I always keep, keep saying who I am, and people that know me personally know I'll do. Extreme shit to prove my point. Not mm-hmm. saying I kill somebody nothing like that. What I'm saying is, Mm-mm. I'll do shit to. <laughs> I'll do shit. That alibi still. That body ain't got nothing to do with me. <laughs> I'll do shit to, to prove a point, which means the people. And hold on, real. He did say I ain't gonna say I killed him. <laughs> like people that truly know me when it comes to something I'm passionate about. <laughs> Uh, the thoughts expressed by myself <laughs> yeah. are, not, are not, this did not happen. That body <laughs> and Edge Water ain't got me. nothing to do with me. Yeah, right, <laughs> my, right. That came out wrong, nigga. That came out wrong. My no, own but I'm thoughts saying, ain't got nothing to do with me. People that know me, niggas <laughs> are like Trump. <laughs> hey, look. Niggas are like, the thoughts expressed Playboy by Trump. Playboy, hold on, I am Playboy, nigga. Damn. Oh, man, go ahead, go ahead. The thoughts expressed by myself. <laughs> but no. we. I've said it from the jump. I said it in some shows ago, and you reiterated it last week. Somebody gonna have to sacrifice, mm-hmm. and what I mean by that is, I felt like me personally, it should have been like, look, I can't say what everybody should do or what not to do. What I probably would have done, and people that know me probably keep saying this, they know I'm stubborn as fuck when it comes to certain shit. I will hold out to the very end. Mm-hmm. I I didn't let bread pass me mm-hmm. in my lifetime period over over my principles, like real talk. Mm-hmm. I have, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just I don't know. If our generation got any Malcolms, any Martins, we don't. If we got any, we don't. You know, uh, how about to call her Etta James? Not Etta James. Uh, Rosa Parks. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we got any of those people in our generation for real, for real. Okay, we, we got to be honest, man. I know I keep saying that, but black people. I love black people. I love us to death, and that's the problem. To death, you know what I mean. We, we need to start loving each other to life. But whatever. Um, we're gonna start here with it, yo. Like. I probably would have took the cat. No, go ahead. No, we got to understand the machine we fighting. We got to under we got to understand the machine we fighting without fear. Because right. people people always revert. They'll try to steer your conversation like, "Oh, you talking about the machine? You must be scared of them." No, I'm just being honest about my opponent. Right. We, you know, I rock with Corey Holcomb heavy. You know what I'm saying? Right. And he a comedian, but he'll talk about some real shit, but he'll talk about it in a joking way. But from the jump, he was talking about how I don't believe Prince was was died by natural, you know, from overdose. I don't believe the shit with Whitney Houston. I don't believe the shit with Michael Jackson. I don't either. And he made jokes about it, but he would say some real shit, then crack a joke. But tell me how many times y'all done seen since them niggas and died. Prince's songs and commercials. Whitney Houston, I think she got two songs and commercials right now. Them catalogs are worth a motherfucker. Michael Michael Jackson owned his and, uh, and the Beatles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Sure Think did. about all the Prince shit you hear. Prince would never let a nigga put his commercial, put his music commercially on. A, on music Jay on the talked about it. Ever, uh, Jay right? talked about it when he was like, "You think that they that he wanted his his never. his catalog on, on title or whatever? Never. Uh, but guess what? It's on your server. Uh, yeah, on, niggas on your, system, on your shit. Jay. So you saying it, but it's still on your your product. But this yeah. nigga Colin Kaepernick created the biggest wave we've seen in a long time. Right. And this motherfucking machine 
gave him $80 million, right. and the shit's done. Nigga, right. it's going to be hard-pressed singularly for a nigga to create a wave the, the way Colin Kaepernick did with that kneeling shit. It got to be a collective because we're fighting a machine that could damn near make anything disappear. You can disappear. You don't want to give me your catalog? You don't want to sell me your catalog, Prince? Okay. Yeah. You, you Whitney Houston? Oh, it goes to your daughter? Ah, oh, we got to get rid of her, too. Hey. Man, niggas can think this shit is like, oh, this shit don't is crazy. Think, nigga, don't think. I'm around the same page. I'm the biggest conspiracy theorist Come on, ever. man. Like, this shit is crazy. We're dealing with a machine that's a motherfucker. Colin Kaepernick got niggas doing about Get a nigga some money. Hey, 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 uh, hey, Jimmy, get a nigga some money. <laughs> Gave him some money, and now, so so now what? Look at look at look at your kneeling, look at your kneeling, your your kneeling king over there. The nigga got some new ice around his neck. What y'all think now? You know what I'm saying? Like that's what the owners and shit is saying. So now what? What what do we do next? What's next? Somebody else got to make the next. Somebody got to make a Colin Kaepernick statement and stand on it. Yep. Unfortunately, he gonna get Malcolm to Martin. Niggas who if don't, don't take, take the, the money. Niggas who don't think don't 80 take million get killed. Yeah. That's the machine we fighting. That's the machine we fighting. So when we be so that's why I can't go as far to say the niggas sold out. Right. Because yeah. niggas gotta make real life decisions. Do I wanna be murdered or take this 80 million, Absolutely. move to Aspen or some shit? Right. Yeah. Where I ain't gotta deal with no niggas. You know what I'm saying? IOUs. I can all I see is Scandinavian white bitches every day. And <laughs> <laughs> just and live the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. You gotta make that because we dealing with a machine that's a motherfucker, man. And and the reality is too. Like you said, the reality is, I'm not gonna fault that brother. You know what I'm saying? I can't fault it because at the end of the day, we vote. Look, I personally made a statement because at the end of the day, when you really look at life, it all comes down to you and your family. And the reality is, you got to do what's best for you and your family. If that man at that stage and where he at feel like you know what, you never know. That motherfuckers could have possibly told him yeah. in the meeting room. Look, if you take this eighty million, shut the fuck. We gonna get rid of you. Or we don't know. That you is, never know. We don't know. He could have been getting calls at home. He could have been getting letters at if home. All types of stuff. If it happened back in Malcolm's day, when you he know was what's getting, happening right now. You know, what you think happening right now? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> he said he ain't even all black. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know. So we talking about? So so we got six thirty. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll keep it moving. Yeah, time for uh, lunch, nigga. Yeah. So uh, lunch break, nigga. Now we talking about this money thing and and how it relates to us in this situation, black people and all. Also, this week we had, I don't even know when the interview actually took place. If they've been sitting on it or whatever, but it kind of came out this week. I, I y'all let me know if it actually happened this week. But the the Monique thing with Steve Harvey oh, sitting that down. happened this week. Okay, so I think I think it aired on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I've been seeing online. They've been saying like. Everybody's been rallying behind Monique after this interview. Um, mm-hmm. Personally, I still don't think everybody should be rallying behind Monique. I think she said a lot of good shit on that show with Steve. Mm-hmm. Number one, I haven't rocked with Steve in a long time. Mm-hmm. Period. I, I think Steve's been on bullshit for quite Steve some time. Steve's been on bullshit for a long time. Personally. He graduated and, with my daddy, too, but I, yeah, I don't give I mean, a fuck. Obviously, from Cleveland, we, always, we used mm-hmm. to call him Uncle Steve on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a whole episode, or at least a half an episode about him before in the past. Um, but I think Steve's been on bullshit for a long time. Um, but I still don't think, just because Monique is saying some shit, that all of a sudden, niggas kill me. Mm-hmm. Niggas will hate you until you say one thing that they like, and then all of a sudden they, they love work. you again and right. shit. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, Monique pretty much ain't say nothing no different than what she had been saying from the jump when mm-hmm. a year and a half or two years ago when she had the whole outburst or whatever about the Netflix thing when everybody was clowning her mm-hmm. and saying all the stuff they said about her. Then she really ain't said nothing no different. 
The only difference was people didn't like what Steve had to say about her. Because Steve was basically saying, well, you got to play this game. You know, when it comes to this money, we can't come out here and yeah. burn these bridges. We can't do this and we can't do that. This nigga- and my first my first thought on that was, I don't think that conversation should have took place on TV. Mm-mm. I think that's the conversation. Right. If you brother and sister, I think that conversation should have took place behind closed doors. Absolutely. Um, number one. And then number two, Steve ain't say no shit that we don't live every fucking day. So why is everybody mad at Steve? Like, oh, well, it's integrity and all this shit or whatever. Fuck integrity. Because number one, like I was telling somebody earlier this week, Monique ain't got no integrity to me, personally to mm-hmm. me. Because nobody heard Monique say nothing about taking care of other people and it's about and it's about the up-and-comers and all that her. stuff or whatever until it happened to her. Mm-hmm. Ain't nobody ever hear Monique talk about a Tiffany Haddish or another little younger comic or whatever. Ain't nobody ever heard her talk about that shit until she felt she got blackballed. So that's number one. And then number two, it is, again, it's, it's what we do every day. How many times do we talk about going to work and we talk about the different voices we have and the way we got to talk to other people and our bosses and all that other stuff? We do it all the time. Right. Steve just said what we know we do all the time. We joke about it with yeah. each other. We joke about it at our parties. We joke about it when we get together for game night. We, we know what we do. Mm-hmm. We absolutely know what we do. So why is everybody mad at Steve and talking about integrity and all that stuff? It ain't about integrity to me. Mm. I feel like he was telling her what all of us do kind of do every single day. Unless you're going to be that Malcolm or that Martin that says, I don't give a fuck about all of this and I'll give it all up for the good of everybody. But again, to me, Monique wasn't saying shit about the good of everybody mm. until the shit was affecting her. I, so, agree. I, I can agree with you. I don't know. That's true, man. Yeah, that's very true. Cause I, 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 you're right. We all got to play that. The one thing that, that 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 the one thing I didn't rock with because we all do. We all we all have a level of having to play the game. The one thing I didn't rock with what he said was, you don't got to be. You can't be yourself. Okay. You can't be all of you. Right. That's the only part I don't rock with. Right. I agree. I'm from. It's almost like that old episode of Living Single when they tried to make uh, um, Kyle Barker cut his dreads off. Remember that episode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Partner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think there's parts of you that define you that you cannot get rid of. You know what I mean? Like, I I do per, I do purposeful shit. I go to interviews for good jobs, and I'll cut my hair with a part, right, and a fade. You know what I'm saying? Like I had this, I put a part in that bitch to you know what right. I mean, to the back. Because there's parts of me that won't sat I am who I am because I'm from East Cleveland. We kind of talked about this a little bit before the show. We want to talk about it. Let's we can maybe time together. I just feel like as black first of all, black women are like I talked earlier, they are amazing mm-hmm. people. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like an amazing right. group of people. Black men have the ability to rule this earth. And it's not, I'm not talking crazy. You know what I'm saying? Right. When you match our physical prowess and you match it with intellect, right? there's not a species on this earth who would be able to outsmart us or outmuscle us. Mm. If we did what we were supposed to do right. and were the greatest version of ourselves, So, Part of that whole concept of don't be all of you is almost making black men strip something down from themselves so them niggas like dumb ain't they. Down. Yeah, I'm not like gonna dumb, dumb myself down. If I'm me and fully me, 
Nobody in this fucking meeting room can fuck with me. No, because y'all don't have a background. Y'all niggas didn't have to walk past packs of niggas, just like black women had to walk past packs of hood niggas who, hey, baby, this, but y'all, y'all ain't had to walk past packs of you hood know, niggas you, that wanted to fight you, you know, point. A, 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 okay, avoid the dope game and all that shit, and then go to college or whatever or learn your trade or whatever, and now I done match my fucking wits with mm. intellect? You know, I'm going to tell you something. nobody fuck okay. with that. And we, and we going to get to some of these right. comments. I always Come say on. black and white, no shades of gray. Mm-hmm. This is how I feel. Mm-hmm. Steve Harvey said what he said about changing yourself. This is pretty extreme, but you know I'm a couple drinks in, so <laughs> nigga, let's get extreme. You know what I heard? Steve Harvey, a transvestite. I mean, I mean, <laughs> you already just admitted to a murder about uh, five, five minutes ago. <laughs> do you you know what the I heard? Police downstairs hey, right now, waiting for this nigga. When, when Steve Harvey said, "Look, you can't do this and this and that. Mm-hmm. You cannot sit up there and this is a money. You have to understand. Mm-hmm. You know what I heard when he said that." Toby, what's wrong with you? Mm. Boss been good to us. Mm-hmm. Boss okay. feeds us. Okay. Boss give okay. us sleeps. <laughs> Boss, <laughs> give us you know, <laughs> Boss does everything. He's nice. He provides for us. Why would you do that? Mm-hmm. You can't do that. Boss is good to us. Mm-hmm. Massa is good to us. That's what I heard. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Steve. Love you, but that's what I heard when he said that shit. I'm not going to never... And that's okay. where integrity comes in for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to never compromise my integrity of who I am for a couple dollars, man. I don't care. Because you know what's crazy, and I know you want my bad for jumping in real quick. The the professional, articulate side. Listen, let me give a, a crash course to people who don't understand black men. All right, our we don't just articulate amongst white people to survive the fucking inner city in America. I just had to do it today, nigga, at Save-A-Lot getting water for us. Yeah. Right. It's niggas outside, and they like, hey, man, you got a dollar, you got 75 cents. Right. You got to very articulately, very concisely, in a very small window of time, be like, you know, man, I ain't got no cash on me. You, you, you have to. I perfected that on the way in. Yeah, yeah. Right. I, I'm get you on the way out. I'm get, yeah. My, oh, my, I used the debit card, my bad. You man. learn that shit in the hood at six. So when I articulate myself in a way to preserve my whatever, my physical safety, my financial well-being, whatever mm-hmm. the case may be, I got that practice amongst us. Right. You got to navigate the streets in the hood. You got to navigate shit. And you navigate that shit with, with quick wit. You got to be concise. You got to articulate your point quickly. So when we turn that shit on in the corporate in the bit in the corporate offices, it's just a different version. Of what the fuck I was doing when I was nine, nigga, walking walking to the corner store on Noble and Helmsdale by myself. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's the same shit. It, I'm not turning on no different shit because I got a job now. I'm using the shit that I had to use growing up in that's, order to survive. But right. that's still what I was pretty much saying before when I'm like, it's what we do every day. It's what we do every it's day. What we, it's what we do every day. We, we every use day. a different voice when we go into that office and we talking yeah. to people. And, and uh, shout out to Jerry. She's in the feed. Um, she had posted a link to an article um, a few days ago this mm-hmm. week, maybe on Thursday or so, where... Um, about she was saying that that was one of the reasons why she had left a, a different job. Sorry mm-hmm. if I'm saying too much, Jerry. Um, but just the, the article was about um, a black woman who was in an office, a corporate situation where one of her superiors came to her and was like, "Okay, well, do you like your job?" Because the people around her, all white, were just looking at her like, "Okay, well, you're not this and you're not that or whatever." And that's what they do. Like again, we we wear so many different hats mm-hmm. when we go into these environments. Mm. I mean, even this week, I was talking about something, a job I was applying for this week that I was looking at or a different position. And I was sitting there telling uh, telling my girl, I'm like, 
I feel bad because I felt like by me even inquiring about that job in a sense that I was almost stepping on my manager's toes mm-hmm. who was black mm-hmm. and is a woman and I didn't mm-hmm. want to come off that way mm-hmm. or whatever. Like, we think about a hundred different variables. But you got to but you think about the nigga but, asking for money outside the corner store. Like, how can I do this shit without having a square with this nigga? Yeah. We've been doing it our whole life. But see, my, right. my, my We've been doing this shit our whole life. <laughs> my question nigga. I want to ask you, so how do we, how do we, because I feel like with black people, all we do is come up, a, every discussion leads to a question. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. It doesn't lead to an answer. All of our discussions lead Shout to a question. Buddhist te- Buddhist how do we do this? How do we do this? How mm-hmm. do we change this? How do, so mm-hmm. right now, how do we build this bridge? So yeah, I mm-hmm. can sit there and say I, I didn't think I know where I thought I know where you said you thought Steve went wrong. Mm-hmm. I still say that he said what well, we do every day, but mm-hmm. how do then how do we build this bridge? Okay, we do this every day. Mm-hmm. This is what we do. It's the same thing we learned on the street. We just we just translated it to a, the corporate world. Right. So how do we build that bridge from being able to not sell out or not mm-hmm. or keep that integrity mm-hmm. to being that person and still winning in these streets because we not in control in these streets. Mm-hmm. Right. That's, That's the true. bottom line. We're That's not in control. Good That's very good We point. can say what we want to do. True. You said last week, yo, if Trump, if Trump came right now and said, we're going to give y'all this much <laughs> to build this wall, <laughs> motherfuckers, y'all niggas right. would have been laying bricks this week. Right. You yes. know what I'm saying? You're so right. how, do you, how, how do you do it? How, how do we build these hmm. bridges, connect these bridges? And again, all of our conversations as black people always lead back to questions. Mm-hmm. No answers. Right. It's always questions. You want to know why, you know why I really believe that? I believe we are the living embodiment of those Malcolms and Martins. Meaning, I, I I hope it doesn't help. I hope it doesn't lessen. I hope me saying this doesn't. I'm, I'm, nobody give a fuck what I'm saying. I like that. No way. But I hope it doesn't lessen people's view of themselves. And right. we're the sacrificial lambs. I hope we know that, man. We're not supposed to see the fruits of our labor. It's going to be generations down the line right. that see the fruits of our labor. It's like, and I don't want to take it, man, it's, and this, I don't mean no disrespect, because this could be taken completely disrespectful, because we ain't did shit like, you know, our ancestors and yeah, slaves and yeah. shit like that. But the shit they had to endure and that freedom and shit that they fought for, I'm not talking about the 60s. I'm talking about, you know what I mean? Right, yeah. Slavery. It's my underground railroad. The shit times. they fought for, and I know it's being actually ain't none of us no fucking Harriet Tubman. Anybody, can't nobody even live up to that. Right. But- she knew she wouldn't see that. She wouldn't see, and as much as I got questions about him, I don't care because we still ain't ever had an American, a black American-born president. Well, we don't get there right now. Mm. Obama daddy was from Africa. But anyway, she didn't know. She wasn't going to be able to see Barack Obama be president. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it it don't make her be like, damn, I ain't going to ever see the nigga be president, so fuck it. Let me stop taking niggas through the Underground Railroad. Right. We're the sacrificial lambs, and we got to understand we don't. We, one of the reasons why we don't have answers is because we ain't gonna never be able to answer these questions. We're going to die with these unanswered questions. So there comes a point where you have to decide: Do you? Am I gonna be that sacrificial lamb and follow through with it? So I kind of that's why I kind of understand what Steve Harvey was saying. Yeah, I get what he was saying. Yeah. But if you go, if you're not gonna see the shit, no way you got to Harriet Tubman this shit and do what the fuck is in your heart. Right. If. Do it. Do you? You. It's not like you're gonna benefit some extra if you become an Uncle Tom ass nigga. You know what? You ain't gonna benefit no better. Exactly. Be you, nigga. Be right. you. Right. Teach your kids the truth so they can teach their kids the truth. So seven generations from now, you got a goddamn. Sorry, you got a, a long line of McDaniel's to tell the truth. Right. Exactly. That's the only thing we can do because right. we ain't gonna see the fruits of this labor. That's why so many questions because we ain't gonna never answer them. Right. That's I my agree. opinion. I, I agree. That's my hey. opinion, man. We ain't gonna never answer these fucking questions. I agree. Because, and I think part of the reason is because 
people are doing or following the motto what they what we we all tend to do because a part of being yourself is doing is also doing you mm-hmm. you got the we all got the mentality nigga think about this, the rap songs i mean I'm taking it a little too far but mm-hmm. think about the rap you just do you i'm gonna do me mm-hmm. that's the mentality that's so motherfucker don't give a fuck about what you're doing for real for real mm-hmm. you know and, and if you're not going to sacrifice and keep going because like you made a great very good point those people back in the day, you know, underground railroad, slavery, all that other stuff, mm-hmm. they knew they wasn't gonna see. Yeah, they didn't want to see, see that. what's going on now. Oh, I, I mean, but they were they so far from it back Dude, then. Even alone, back so far, you know, you know, so crazy. They were so, so, so far from it because I remember my daddy telling me when he was in, in Atlanta, Georgia, still having to go to the back of the damn restroom, having to drink mm-hmm. the oh, yeah. Color, yeah, water my, fountain. Nigga, and my mother's father had to do that shit. Yeah. So. They for yeah. real, for real, wouldn't go. Yeah. There's probably people in that generation, my father's generation, they didn't think they was gonna see nigga, the we, shit that happened. We only that's all keep we talked about it like might have been the Willie Lynch uh, show we did. We only a generation removed from this shit. Right. My mother and father had to piss in in black only bathrooms, nigga. Right. We are only a generation removed yeah. from the fuck people shit. Don't realize how close it is. It yeah, was. man, we ain't that like far away real. from the bullshit. Mm-hmm. Dude, think about it. That's that stuff was going down, you know, in the sixties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think about it. We mm-hmm. '80s babies. I'm right on mm-hmm. the '80s. Mm-hmm. If you really think about it, you know that 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 stuff with Malcolm and and Malcolm. I mean Malcolm and uh, Martin getting killed. It wasn't too far away. Cause guess what? Think I'm about to blow y'all mind. Think about this. Mm-hmm. Do you remember walking across the stage in '99? Of course. That's my point I do. right there. That's how close we was to that shit. That, that was 20 years ago. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, that's 20 years. Think ago. about it. Yeah, 20 years, nigga. Yeah. And 20 years in the 80s, you know, 1980 mm-hmm. and in and, and the 60s. Think yeah. about it. I remember right. what I wore. Mm, I, remember I remember what I ate. I remember, I, remember the, I remember the teacher that called my name to the stage. I don't remember all that. 20 years ago, my nigga. 20 That's years. crazy. Yeah. Think about that. I was born in 1980. That shit happened in the 60s. That shit was not that far. Yeah. So our parents. Nigga, like in exactly. 1960, Malcolm and Martin was still alive. This yeah. is what I'm saying. Yeah. So this That's lets you crazy, know, bro. when you really get to thinking about this shit, mm-hmm. this stuff wasn't that far, mm-hmm. dude. Was let you know that you still got these individuals and races that still think the same way mm-hmm. and gonna operate the same way and is cut the same way. They still looking at us like we ain't shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I know it's kind of going off subject, but I'm just saying. I'm just reminded about reminding no, everyone no, out there to that's, really, that's really point. think about the situation. This stuff is not that far removed, mm-hmm. so don't have the mentality, man. Racism still exists. This shit was just not too long ago. But you know, we never, we ain't the ones that say that. Yeah, mm-hmm. but you know what I'm saying? Like, don't think they don't have the same mentality. You know, and don't think that this stuff that we, you know, that's going on, it's it's far fetched, man. It's it's ridiculous, and and it really just blew my mind because I just thought about this shit like, damn. 20 years ago, I was in high school. I remember yeah, that day. It's true. Shit, guess what? I think about my mother, you know, and, and, and you know, when my father was living, I think about them. And when they was talking about the different things going on in the world, she remembered the day John F. Kennedy got assassinated. I just had this conversation with her not too long ago. Mm-hmm. And she told the story as if I just told it, you know, out back in 99, yeah. the graduation yeah. shit. That's how she told the story. Yeah. Like, yeah, I remember like it was yesterday. Yeah. That's, That's like crazy, us telling bro. our Barack Obama stories. We're gonna be telling those stories mm-hmm. even when we're older. Mm-hmm. We're gonna tell them we're gonna tell them how, even though you say it's not a true born, completely black person, but still, mm-hmm. we can all tell you what we was doing on oh, a, yeah. a, a, inauguration night back in what yeah, we t- yeah, we discussed that. Or whatever too. it yeah, was. We talked yeah. About that. yeah. So it's it's yeah. I get it, man. Um we got a ways to go and we'll mm-hmm. get there. Um it's 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 about us black it's, it's about us. 
embracing our blackness and and, yeah. and and powering us forward. We'll find a way. You know, we'll get there. And until we until we do, we'll keep playing this game. Though honestly, yeah. until we do, we'll keep playing it. It's it's gonna it's gonna. Ha- I I personally think this is my last thing I'm gonna say. I personally think for the movement and those that quote unquote you know black power or you know this is not somebody gonna have to somebody gonna have to sacrifice, man. Somebody's gonna have to say fuck the money. Fuck trying to change me. I don't care about none of this because you know what happens. That's where that's when you have an individual like that. You know what should have happened right away, and I don't know if it happened or not. But you got all these people saying they backing Cap. Okay, well if if Cap could have continued on it, and I'm going back to Cap because we're talking about being black and different mm-hmm. stuff. You know what? If I got that mentality and I'm speaking it and I'm and I say that I'm black power and I'm about the movement, you know what? Cap would have never had to take not one down from the NFL. Mm-hmm. It would have been nigga like Jay Z or somebody being like, nigga, here go ten million in your bank account, nigga. Here go this, here go these racks in your your, your account. We got you. Do what you do. You That's are right there. That's a good point. You have started this situation. Keep pushing, brother. We got, we got you because yeah, the money we get now ain't nowhere near you know That's v- a good much ass more point. than what it was back then. Mm-hmm. You got we got black people that are millionaire billionaires. Yeah, billionaires. Jay Z is worth six hundred some million. Uh, we were just looking at it earlier. Uh, LeBron is worth four hundred some million. Beyonce mm. herself is worth like five and or look, six or seven hundred uh, million or yeah. so. That's not. And I'm only saying that to say this. Dr. Dre is worth mm, how many? And I apologize. How, many, how, how much is right. Puffy worth? Mm. And I apologize because maybe they did and we just don't know about it. So I, I reserve judgment. I'm not gonna just sit up and say they haven't. But but you, you get, get where I'm coming from. You get the like, false sense of security, man. Right. And we and we we I don't want we we gonna get too deep off into it. Right. Breaking shit down too heavy. But we, we say words in different phrases, but we don't really like analyze them. Right. The false sense of security. Niggas get to a certain stage, and you we can't really say nothing until we get there. Right. What do it feel like, man? Listen. I'm at the point career wise, knock on wood, hope everything goes and family wise, you can wake up and be like, you know, in, within your means, it's not too many things you can't do on a day to day basis. Right. I have no idea what it would feel like to wake up and be like, you know what? If I wanted to go buy a Lamborghini today, I could. If right. I wanted to purchase the apartment buildings from, um, from from Eddie Road to fucking Superior on Euclid, I could. I don't right. know. You know what I mean? Like you get this false sense of security, and them niggas probably don't even look at the world the same way we do. Exactly. Man. You right. You right. But you one hundred percent right. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Absolutely. All right. Well, I've, the chat room to go. Yeah, they they've been making some really good t- points. I was just laughing at um April. She said correction mode. Beyonce is priceless. Thanks. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, beehive. Part of that beehive. So I don't know. Y'all want to get on out of here, or, or y'all want to take a couple minutes to just do one last little thing? We do one last one. One. Let's go. Or maybe man. we should just do an afterthoughts. We Good. did that in a minute. It's been a minute. Let's do an afterthoughts. Today. All right. All right, man. So we're gonna go ahead and get out of here. Um, I guess Beyonce is priceless. Sure. This is a heavy show today. Yeah. yeah. We'll come back next week and talk about some um, some funny shit. Yeah, <laughs> but it, it, I mean, well, hell, Jane, uh, Playboy did admit to a murder today. No, yeah. no, I didn't. <laughs> Everybody out there, no, we gonna start the no. underground railroad over no. here. Right he, he got the tunnel. Today. He got the tunnel out this shit like El Chapo today, <laughs> right? <laughs> Nigga gonna be pulling his car out. Somebody else gonna be right. driving. You know nigga what I'm saying? Nigga gonna toss the keys to me. I might take my car home. Right, yeah. Man, man, what you roll my, my, my yeah. car to the crib, nigga? Hey, no, man. No, no, but, um, no, but good conversation today, man. Yeah, you know, definitely. I'm not gonna complain about a show being a little heavy when we got a when we got good conversation going on. You know, so, um, Dev, you know, I came in today like, man, do you think our show's been too heavy lately? Yeah. But, um, I mean, look, 
conversation is conversation. If it's yeah. stuff that's affecting us and the stuff yeah. that's on our mind and in our hearts, man, then right. yo, it is what it is. Yeah, absolutely, man. And I'm saying, all right, man, Playboy giving your shits. Uh, at the end of the day, it's Playboy the DJ, man. Playboy D-A-D-J. You can find me on Instagram, Playboy underscore James 3, man. All other social medias. Oh, you know, Facebook under my government. If you know me, you know me. You know, everything else, huh? You know, it is what it is. But great show, fellas. Great content, man. We, I talk, I've been telling you, man, we've been having some real dope conversations. We've been having man. good conversations. And it's lately. just transitioning, man. I can see, I can see the transition, man. To, you know, from a lot of good shit, sure. man. So, you know, I'm out this bitch, man. All right. You know, and shout out to uh, real quick. Shout out to some of my family members, real quick. That's uh, got some things going on. My prayers is with you. You know, um, that might be the. Um, they they know they know who they are. You know, I got your back. But I'm out. Dev, uh, give me your shits. Yeah, man, it's the real big Dev two one six, man. Uh, Shit, can we? I don't know. We love to spread in this goddamn world, man. It's yeah, crazy, man. man. We still got to try to though. Spread some love in this world full of hate, man. This is the real big dev two one six everywhere. Everywhere, man. nigga. Everywhere. Hey, dad, can I say something real quick, man? Yeah. You dope, man. Uh, yeah, I want to give you a compliment, black man to black man. You dope, Thank man. You, sir. I was Thank just you. thinking like this you nigga dope, dev be killing all my goddamn points. Right. Man. <laughs> I, 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 I be seeing Brace over there like. God damn, I gotta my come man. up with another one. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this nigga. <laughs> He's shifting in my chair like, God damn. Hey, you know what I'm waiting for to happen? Man. I ain't gonna do it, but you know what I'm waiting for Brainstorm to do? Smack this mic out of the Do the shit, not the glass over <laughs> Hey, shout out to Petty James Reed, my father, man. I didn't get whoopings growing up, but the nigga would talk some shit to death, man. Right. Yeah, man. We used to talk for hours, nigga. Yeah, hours, man. There's a gift in being able to talk and articulate points. Mm-hmm. Honestly, right. there, mm-hmm. there's a gift in that, man. Mm-hmm. So, so shout out to all of that, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. All right, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in today on Facebook. Uh, right. We'll let y'all go at this point. Um, thank y'all for the great feedback in the feed. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, y'all were absolutely. dope this week in this feed. We know we had a, a, a slight. Technical a slight issue with the Facebook. I don't know what, what the hell, hell that what was. The <laughs> Facebook is usually like yeah, going. Yeah. It just yeah. Please, out. but when I went out and came back in, it was yeah. please, 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 like, love, share the show if you right now if you can, please. Yeah, yeah. Please definitely, like it, love it. Hit likes on the show. Definitely just give us that. We know everybody can't share the show. Because, right, right, right. You know, yeah, as, yeah, absolutely, as, absolutely. As we talk about playing the game, you know, right. you, you know, you you friends with some of your coworkers and right. stuff like that, and uh, and by all you your, all your coworkers know you get that pussy up. <laughs> <laughs> Here he come now. I know you out here throwing that ass back. Stop playing on it. Damn, play but so see, uh, see, and, uh, <laughs> and yo, and I'm going to say this too, man. Hey, stop being quiet in the feed all the time. I, I see Jamika in the feed. She said, um, uh, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I see Janisha in the feed. She said, uh, good convo, con- you know, continue working and doing y'all thing. And it's like, but she ain't say nothing earlier in the show. If y'all in the feed, say what's up to us. Throw yeah. the peace sign up. Do the emoji or something. You know, let yeah. us know y'all there. Uh, we do this every Sunday, and we back on Facebook right what's now. What's up, Nisha girl? But... But but do not forget our YouTube DMST boys on YouTube. Do not forget our YouTube. Our YouTube is going to be our definite DM um, dope mind sober thoughts and our afterthoughts. Yep. Um, which we're probably going to record one real quick. And we're trying to set up DMST after dark. We're and we're trying. We still working on DMST <laughs> I'm after trying, dark. I'm working, so I'm trying to be the talent scout. I think I almost, I think I almost started dirty whining. You <laughs> saying that shit, nigga? And we actually have saw growth in our DMST uh, subscribers. We actually yeah. uh, on YouTube, mm-hmm. we actually have saw the growth. Um, something was just not right with the feed, so we came back here. But if you want to still subscribe to that DMST 
YouTube page, and uh, we'll have some content on there this week because I guess we're about to do something right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll even get uh, get Mike on the microphone yeah, real sure. quick, man. Sure. So we're going to get out of here, man. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, remember, email us dmst16 at yahoo.com. Questions, comments, concerns, topics. Uh, we're going to have another idea coming soon that that the people around us are working on for, for yep, a game yep. as mm-hmm. the people that are watching the show. Yeah. That's going to be coming to you all probably within the next couple of weeks. Um, uh, follow us on SoundCloud, um, Apple Podcasts, um, TuneIn Radio app, and the Stitcher app to catch the show during the week. Um, and after that, man, just fuck with us as y'all keep fucking with us. Tell a friend. Mm-hmm. Tell a friend. Tell a friend and then tell them to tell another friend. Yeah. All right, y'all. We out of here. I am DJ Brainstorm for you on all social media. That is DJ Brainstorm, the number four, the letter. You. And keep hope alive. <laughs> and stop committing the murders. And that's it. I did not do it. <laughs> if the glove don't fit, you must quit. <laughs> <laughs> we out of here, y'all. All right, y'all. Peace.